The following podcast is brought to you by Love Chatham, providing help for the homeless and hungry in the name of Jesus for those in and around Chatham County, North Carolina at chathamhomeless.org. We are continuing on with Summer in the Psalms, day 36 here on Amen, Brother Ben. We're doing Psalm 107 through 110. Okay, so first of all, sorry in advance if I sound a little a little stuffy, a little like Owen Wilson. Wow, wow, everybody, wow. But ugh, I got a little something-something over the weekend. Uh, feeling much better. After I preached Sunday, though, I was runt. Did not feel good at all. Don't worry, it's not the Delta variant. You're not going to catch COVID listening to the podcast without a mask. Don't you worry about it. Anyway, um, Psalm 107 through 110 is what you're supposed to be reading today if you're following along. By the way, I've been saying this a lot. I'll say it again. Even if you get off track, pick it back up and keep going. Even if you miss a couple days, whatever helps you, go back and read or just skip it, whatever. Just keep going. Keep moving forward. That's the goal. Uh, the more of these psalms you can read, I think the blesser, more blesserist you'll be. You'll be blessed. And um, this is, we're in the home stretch here, the last third of the psalms. And I got to be totally honest with you. I'm sure you're feeling the same way if you've read through this whole thing with me that reading it all back to back, it can get a little redundant. It can get a little like, didn't we just read this? Right? We got to remember that these psalms were put together time after time. Like, not not just next to each other, not all in the same sitting, but throughout generations, these psalms were collected and used in some pretty crucial moments in the life of God's people. And so, uh, you may be having just a regular old day and you read something and you go, why are they being so emotional? Well, they were going through something. And that's okay. And there may be certain days that you appreciate these Psalms more than others, but it's still so good to do what the word of God says, which is hide, hide away the word in your heart, right? Just read it. And even if you don't use it now, stow it away, put it in that back pocket because you never know when you might need to pull it back out and let it bless you or someone else. It's I've seen it happen time after time. You can never get enough of it. So that's why we do this. And so um, today we're starting the final book, and it's a long book. If you remember, Psalm was the Psalms were were broken up into five separate books, and they were put all together, and they are the Psalms. And so we're now getting into book five for the last couple weeks here uh, of this study, Summer in the Psalms. And we are, you're supposed to read 107 through 110. And I don't know if you know, but I, well, as you read it, I don't know if you've read it yet or not, but Psalm 108 and 109 show some real frustration, which I can, I can relate to. And I think some of you can too. Um, there's some frustration when God is not moving when you think he ought to move, right? Like I know we've talked about a couple weeks ago in the message, waiting without wavering. Uh, but there is a degree of frustration that gets communicated specifically in Psalm 109, which is what I want us to look at today. Um, 
it's kind of an uncomfortable song. It's kind of one of those that you go, is he supposed to say that? Is he supposed to be praying that? That makes me uncomfortable. I, that's a mean thing to pray. Think about it. I mean, here's, he kind of picks up in verse six. Um, where he, The whole psalm is about enemies coming at King David, right? Or actually, I don't know if he's a king then or not, but David in general. And I should have looked up. Was this David pre-king or like during the time when he was king? I don't know. But it was David who all throughout his life had enemies and and he had seasons of his life, whether he was on the run from Saul, whether he was dealing with enemies in other countries, whether he was trying to survive his crazy family uh, and, and descendants trying to take over. Uh, he, he always had enemies. And it gets to a point where you stop patty caking them. In verse 6, it says... Um, or it says, or verse, actually, it's verse, uh, verse eight. It really gets pet. No, I'm say petty, but it gets. What do the kids say? It gets savage. It's really savage. Verse eight says, "Let his years be." He's praying against his enemy. He says, uh, "Count his prayers as sins. Let his years be few. Let someone else take his position. May his children become fatherless and his wife a widow. May his children wander as beggars." and be driven from their ruined homes. Oh, man, he bringing the kids into it. May creditors seize his entire estate, and strangers take all that he has earned. Now he's going for the pocketbook. Let no one be kind to him. Let no one pity his fatherless children. May all his offspring die. May his family name be blotted out in the next generation. May the Lord never forget the sins of his fathers. May his mother's sins never be erased from the record. May the Lord always remember these sins. May, and may his name disappear from human memory. Wipe him out. He says he loves to curse others. Verse 17. Now you curse him. He never blesses others. Now don't you bless him. Cursing is as natural to him as his clothing or the water he drinks or the food he eats. Now may his curses return and cling to him like clothing. May they be tied around his neck like a belt. May those curses become the Lord's punishment for my accusers who speak evil of me. Wow. Wow. That's harsh. That's harsh, Dave. Dave, what's wrong, bro? What's happening? Well, David was, he was a little upset, right? People were coming after him. And we can sugarcoat this all you want. Oh, well, you know, he probably knew that if the Lord punished him, he really, he just wanted him to punish him enough to bring him back and make him apologize and say, sorry. Nope. Nope. That's not what he was doing. Now, was that the ideal way to pray? <sighs> you know? I don't know. I honest I gotta be honest with you. This is I know you come to the podcast for answers. And I know that we we shouldn't wish evil, but is this evil if it's God's justice? Right? And so some of you go, it would be a sin for me to pray this way. I don't think it would be. But I'm not saying that God is going to grant those prayers. You see, we give ourselves too much credit that we are worried if we pray something wrong, 
Like, oh, God's got to do it. Like, you remember that scene in uh, Aladdin in the climax, spoiler alert, for a, a movie that came out 30 years ago almost? But uh, when, when the genie is now Jafar's slave, and he's like, and he like he's doing. He has to do the things that Jafar says, and so he he puts his hand over his eyes and said, "Okay, your wish is my command." That's not how God works. So if you pray a stupid prayer, if you pray a prayer out of rage and out of vengeance, um, he can just say no, right? If it's not just, because by the way. Praying these things is better than doing these things yourself. Can we can we agree about that? That if you're ready to, you know, wipe out your enemy's whole family, you got to remember that vengeance is mine, says the Lord, right? That's the, the Bible. So what is David doing but putting uh, the vengeance in God's hands? And so, yeah, David's being a little savage, but this is the best way to be because God can handle it because God's not going to, oh, well, he asked me to wipe out his whole family. And even though it's wrong, I, I got to do it because he prayed about it. No, that's not how God works. Right. And so I would much rather you pray and blow off some steam. God knows what you're thinking. God knows what you're feeling. And so it's a much more healthy and spiritual way to uh, find an outlet for your aggression, right? Instead of going and running your mouth to other people, instead of taking vengeance into your own hands, give it to God and give it to him piping hot, right? It's not, he's not, his hands aren't going to burn because you give him some piping hot rage. He can handle it. And then let him sift and sort through and say, you know what? This is not under my sovereign will. This is not just. I'm not going to do this. Why? Because God works all things out for the good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So God works out his vengeance and God also works out his forgiveness for that too. Anyway, that's my thoughts on Psalm 109. No, I went off on a rabbit trail there, but that's an uncomfortable Psalm to read. So you got to make sure that you're thinking logically and biblically about that. Uh, can't wait to uh, keep rolling with you on Summer in the Psalms. AmenBen.com if you need anything. Pastor Ben at lovesiler.com. Shoot me an email. We love you. We'll see you in the next episode.